0: of omicron a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of kind of the armstrong and getty communications compound and to take kick off a brand new week we're under the tutelage
1: of our general manager sonia sotomayor chief uh, uh, supreme court justice and COVID expert and why is uh, why would one of the supreme court justices be our general manager today well, she said in an official Supreme Court hearing something completely, wildly ridiculous about the COVID. She cited a number of the uh, the number of children who were afflicted and hospitalized and dying and the rest of it, which was so many, many multiples uh, out of reality, it was spectacular. We'll bring you the details. That's yeah, uh, pretty troubling, actually. Kind of hope those people
0: are of a different breed than the poltroons that just
1: cruise through Twitter with wrong facts all day long. Well, ow, ow. Uh, yeah, it is It is a little bit disturbing. It's almost, you know, uh, to, to bring our uh, liberal friends into the discussion, it's almost as if one of the conservative justices uh, said there were 50 zillion murders last year. That's why we need to crack down. 50 zillion. You're thinking, wait wait, a zillion. What are you talking about? She, she was so wildly out of line, the Washington Post gave her four Pinocchios. A Supreme Court justice.
0: Speaking of Twitter and shaky facts, this tweet is popular. Bob Saget got his booster vaccine on december 13th no proof biden has killed Sagitt, madden and betty white (laughs) they all got their boosters right before they died which i don't think is true and if they did that's not what killed them but no that is a popular take on the twitter sphere twitter sphere oh boy you know what i could talk about for the whole four hours
1: please do it (laughs) i'll see (laughs) (laughs) y'all Now what, what? What is it, sir? What is what is occupying your well, thoughts? First of all,
0: I was supposed to uh, be in in the studio where Joe is unshaven. You look like a man who's given up. What is what is going on there? Well, I've given up is the thing. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm in the
1: stage of beard growth where I merely look homeless. But you're I've, you're growing a beard. I'm going to rock the beard. I think until I don't know. I don't know. Is this springtime. I don't know. I just decided to, to, to go
0: bearded again. Judy wanted to pretend she's with a different man, or what, what's
1: driving this? That's part of it. <laughs> Although <laughs> it is uh, notably uh, heavier on the salt, lighter on the pepper than when I rocked the beard last a couple of years ago. But uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah, for some reason,
0: I feel like the graying beards, when they're coming in, have an extra I'm a homeless guy look
1: when you're growing out the beard. Well, yeah, I've, I realized quite a few years ago that, you know, the, the four days growth that makes you look kind of studly and cool when you're 30. Yeah. Yeah. When you're 50, 55, it makes you look homeless.
0: It just makes you look, yeah, like just like, sad. Things are, like things aren't going well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, uh, why do I bring this up? Oh, and the freaking Omicron, uh, my life is more disrupted in the last week from covid than it has been i think during the
1: entire two and a half years you me america's hospital system america's uh, restaurants yeah this this g- g- mild variant is devastating
0: well p- m- but mostly because as we talked a lot about last week because of the protocols that are in place regardless of the fact that it's way less likely to put you in the hospital or kill you nobody's changed their protocols really because of that so we're all still living as if, geez, and even at its worst, one percent of us were going to die when we got it. But now it's it's much less than that. But for instance, um, uh, childcare—I got like six babysitters that I can, you know, work from a pool from to try to get people lined up all the time. And I had a couple lined up for today to get my kids to school, and uh, they both either have the sniffles or came in contact with somebody who might have it, so they're not comfortable coming. So you can't you can't get help. <laughs> to do anything, and you can't go to school, and you can't function at work because half the people are gone. And if you go, I was at a restaurant last night where they're like half capacity because nobody's nobody can work there. Right, right. Beside the fact that there aren't that many people working there to start with, which leads me to the thing that I could talk about for four hours. But maybe we should start the show officially before I get on that roll. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it get to be Monday already, January the 10th, The year 2022. Is that right? Yeah, January 10th, the year 2022. A new you in 22. We're
1: Armstrong and getting. We approve of this program. Here we go then. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, let's make it a good one at Mark. Not everybody is showing up to work these days. According to the most recent jobs reports in November, the number of people quitting
0: jobs hit an all-time high in what is being called the Great Resignation. When reached for comment on the great resignation, one economist said, ask somebody else, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is what I want to talk about. In specific, the horse spit story they did on 60 Minutes last night. I wish I could use the actual word. I have been a fanboy of 60 Minutes since I was a little kid. Joe has beat up on 60 Minutes much more than me through the years. So, well, last particularly
1: night, in the last decade or so.
0: Last night's story on 60 Minutes, their lead story on the most important news show in America, was complete crap beginning to end about the great resignation and the jobs numbers that came out on Friday. So they were expecting about to add about 400,000 jobs. It ended up being about half of that. Right. And the mythical unemployment number that Charles Payne said yesterday, uh, what show did I see him on over the weekend? Charles Payne, the great economist. Uh, the conservative economist, he said, why? Who invented the unemployment number? Why have we continued to use it over the years? What would it take to get the media to understand how useless it is? We've been saying this for years. The dopey
1: dopey U6, the the, the number you hear most often. The number you hear most is down often
0: 3.9%. That is so misleading, you're almost better if you didn't hear the number because there are so many caveats to what it means. Him making the point that if you've got Hundreds of thousands of people who left the job market and have given up looking for work. But that makes the unemployment number go down. That is really misleading.
1: And that is what has happened. Right. Right. There was so much illogic in that story. It was so badly reasoned and written. It was just crap. So, you know, one more reason to be glad you're not my wife. I spent the the, the entirety of the story yelling at my TV screen like a crazy old man or Elvis. It's a good thing I didn't have
0: a firearm handy. We'll play some clips later, and I'm guessing most of you didn't watch 60 Minutes last night. But they took the angle of the reason. No, we've had more people quitting their jobs in the last couple of months than we've ever had in U.S. history. I'm guessing in the history of capitalism, there have never been this many people voluntarily quit their jobs. Um, it's just it's just phenomenal. I,
1: I think that's clearly true, absolutely, in the history of the free market.
0: But they went with this angle unchallenged on 60 Minutes last night. It's not because of the welfare state that we've created. It's not because people are getting checks or anything like that. People have just decided they want to work a job that fulfills them. At one point, the woman from LinkedIn even said, people want a job that makes their heart sing. Whoa, now that's a standard. That is a standard. So I'm supposed to believe that all of the rules of economics have been rewritten since the pandemic started. Nothing that was true in February of 2020 is still true today. That employers can offer a job at a wage and you have to take it because you need to feed yourself. All of those rules have gone out the window. Now everybody gets gets, gets to pick and choose jobs that make their hearts sing. And if they can't find one, you know
1: what? They'll just stay home because who needs a check anyway? And somehow the rent fairy pays the rent, and the grocery fairy, who's a close friend of the rent fairy, will take care of the groceries for you. Right, the food goblin
0: gives you food, and the (laughs) babysitter uh, Eskimo. No, that's not a (laughs) mythical (laughs) being. Wow, Um, (laughs) exactly. But they they didn't. Nobody even asked the question in like a fifteen-minute story on sixty minutes. Wait a second. If people are quitting their jobs because they're not happy with them, how in
1: the F are they making their car payment or paying their rent? Come to me, O oh spirit of car insurance payments. What can I do for you? Yeah, just utterly idiotic. My favorite bit of illogic was, and they laid this out as, this, as if this were fact, as if it were one plus one equals two. It was uh, believed by some that the generous benefits were allowing people to stay home. But when the benefits ended, we looked and everybody didn't rush back to work. And I said, I slapped my forehead. I said, "Okay, all right. I got a question for you. Who was who was hosting? Who was the 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 talking head on that story? Uh, I can't remember." That Which black of their, guy? Whatever his name is. One of their uh, their, their dopey talking heads. It's not uh, Ed Bradley. Ed Bradley's dead. He's long dead, Jack. It's uh, what's his face? Maury something? Amsterdam? I don't know. Different guy. Um, but <laughs> so I said, all right, all right, let's uh, so let's stop. Let's let's pause the TV here. Let's pause the TV. I want to talk to the reporter, the reporter, right through the screen. Uh, I got a question for you, there, chum. What if the uh, the uh, the checks sent out to Americans, the benefits, the stimulus checks, the rest of it? Say I'm I'm Joe Stay at Home. What if you sent me 4.5 million dollars in relief checks, and then you said, "Sorry, Joe, we're stopping." Now would I rush back to work? Well, probably not. I guess not. Why? What? Why? Why? Well, I guess because the relief checks were generous enough, you have some money saved up now and you don't need to rush back to work. Ah, so the ending of the benefits, if they're generous enough, is not going to mean an immediate rushing back to work. Is that what you're saying? See, that's the sort of reasoning an eight-year-old could easily grasp, and yet 60 minutes couldn't. We have to take a break.
0: We will explore this more later because I think it's actually important because a national narrative is catching hold that is just false. N- nothing has changed about the law of economics and nothing has changed about the reality of the world. We're not going to all get to work
1: jobs that make our hearts sing. Wait a the minute. I, I got my dream job. I work with a great bunch of guys. I'm pretty well paid. Let me check. Hang on a second. No singing down there. Well, no, not a I, note. I actually do have a
0: job that makes my heart sing to whatever extent that that means anything. But not everybody's going to get to. All the rules have not been rewritten. If we're going to live in this fantasy land, it's going to cause a great disruption. But we need to talk about that later. How does it say? Bag...
1: I just got a text. Yeah, dummy. That's what they're trying to do. Oh, it's from France. My good friend, France, texting me. Yeah. So we become um, France. How does mailbag look? It's it's huge it's outstanding it's award winning
0: we don't have time for all of it we have uh, more to talk about on a variety of topics our text line will always be 415295kftc stay here Sotomayor said about the relationship between government and health care was really troubling, too. Um, that angle of it. So we'll have all that stuff uh, here next segment. Vinegar. Have you ever used vinegar to clean your coffee maker? My mom told me about this. Maybe everybody knows this already. I don't know. Um, my coffee maker always gets all gooked up because I use uh, tap water. My tap mm-hmm. water's got too much hard stuff in it, and it ruins my coffee maker. Then you run vinegar through it a couple of times, and it cleans it all out. Sure.
1: Yeah, it's right there in the uh, the
0: manual you never read. Right? There's a manual for a coffee maker? I'm telling Man, you. Man, if you read the manual for your coffee maker, you're a different person than me. <laughs> Does your coffee maker ever tell you it's time to descale? Uh, I don't know. I have an $8 <laughs> coffee maker. It doesn't oh. tell me anything. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Fabulous. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. This week, folks, people's choice. Your favorite freedom-loving quote of the day. Email it, mailbag at com. Uh, we will endeavor to get as many on as possible. This one has been sent along by Ken, longtime listener and contributor. Ken, uh, it is from one of my favorite authors, Aldous Huxley. The surest way to work up a crusade in favor of some good cause is to promise people that they will have a chance of maltreating someone to be able to destroy with good conscience and to be able to behave badly and call your bad behavior righteous indignation. This is the height of psychological luxury, the most delicious of moral treats. Who said that? Aldous Huxley. That's really interesting. That's that
0: wow. that's something Jordan Peterson talks about a lot. Um, that is an aspect of human nature that is under discussed. That we're vicious bastards. Yeah, and, and 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 love an opportunity to get together as a group, and uh, and and either verbally or legally or just with our fists attack another group because they have it coming because they, they have it coming it. We're, because we're right and they're bad people is what you know what lower level Nazis were able to do or woke people are able to do driving people out of their jobs sure.
1: It's Bad an cops inter- beating people down.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting aspect of human nature. Very troubling.
1: It is, yeah. Uh, really insightful. Uh, w- w- don't do it. Uh, Al Anonymous writes, uh, on teaching COVID, um, this year we've been in session full- fully since day one. Everyone wearing masks, teachers enforcing the classroom, uh, blah, blah, blah. At a school board meeting in November, several of the board members were not wearing masks. A colleague of mine decided he was going to follow their lead, would not enforce the mask wearing among his students. I did the same, stopped calling out students on masks. I didn't announce it, but just stopped reminding them to pull their masks over their noses, etc. One class in particular seemed to have picked up on it, and many of the students in that class are not wearing their masks at all. We've had no explosion of COVID. Of course you haven't. And the students are more engaged in class. We have better discussions, more interaction. I feel better teaching this class because of that interaction. My other classes have not been picked up on my lack of enforcing the mandate, and the students are so quiet and not interactive. The difference is astounding. It's depressing to teach and not get any feedback from students. Yeah. Should case numbers rise? I suppose I'll go back to enforcing the mask wearing, but I don't really want to. Not case numbers, though. You can't look at case numbers. Have you looked at
0: the map of case numbers? Like the map in the New York Times that I've been looking at for two years now. Um, We're down to yellow for most states. A couple of months ago. It's now purple. Like, every state in the nation is p- deep, dark purple because of the number of cases. It's meaningless. Which means it's a different disease. It is meaningless. And my brother drove out, drove my SUV out to California for me. He's uh, from uh, Midwest Kansas. He crossed the California border and had to put on a mask for the first time since last March. He never had a mask on. Wow. So I have to realize a lot of you around the country are saying, mask? What are you talking about with masks? We have a crazy Supreme Court justice. Stay tuned.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in in serious condition and uh, many on ventilators. Who that? That is Sonia Sotomayor, one of the Supreme Court justices. She is a liberal. (laughs) That comment was made during a hearing on whether the Biden administration's nationwide rules ordering a vaccination or testing requirement on large employers, 100 plus, were indeed constitutional. Got to admit,
0: I thought that was dead. I must have misheard the story or forgotten or something. I thought that whole... Making employers force people to get vaccinated. I thought that that was dead, but it made its way to the Supreme Court and they're going to decide.
1: Yeah, I think somebody, uh, um, ordered a temporary injunction against it, meaning, whoa, 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 hang on, you're not doing nothing until we get to the soups. And sure enough, the soups are talking about it. And, uh, one of the liberal justices, Ms. Sotomayor, made the follow, made the uh, preceding, uh, statement, which we'll replay for you in a second, Michael, if you could keep that handy. Her remarks came during an exchange with Ben Flowers who is uh, Ohio's top lawyer the state of Ohio um and he was arguing that the rise of Omicron uh, the variant had made the vaccines the vaccine rules less relevant because vaccines don't appear especially effective against it in terms of spread in terms of self protection uh, the vaccines do a lovely job if you're vaccinated, you're incredibly unlikely to get seriously sick or die from the Omicron. But you might well get it, and you might well spread it. On the other hand, the government has no justification in telling me you got to take the vaccine because it's good for you. Anyway, uh, the key argument, and they cited data from all around the world, were that Omicron cases were 80% less likely to get hospitalized And a third as likely to end up with hospital admissions than the Delta variant. Um, And indeed, the guy arguing, Mr. Flowers from Ohio, he was at home on the phone. Though he's been twice vaccinated and boosted, he tested positive for Omicron. He said, I'm actually fine. I just got the sniffles. He said, my presence here as a triple vaccinated individual by phone suggests, quote, vaccines do not appear to be very effective in stopping the spread or transmission. That we added, the vaccines are effective at preventing severe consequences. That's when Sotomayor interrupted him to assert that those numbers show that Omicron is as deadly and causes as much serious disease in the unvaccinated as Delta did, which is patently untrue. And and you said Washington
0: Post gave her four Pinocchios on these claims. Exactly. Exactly. So sh- so she's taking her in wherever she's getting her information. She's getting it the same place of any of your lefty friends who've been holed up in their homes supporting school closures because they have a wildly inflated fear of this whole thing.
1: Right. I mean, for instance, during, say, the beta or the delta variation of the Chinese bat fever, um, they thought it was 80 times more dangerous to children than it was. 80 times. The Omicron is less dangerous. So, Sonia Sotomayor then went off the rails once again saying, We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, t- in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. The Washington Post, which bends over backwards trying to be respectful to her honor, says that's wildly incorrect. Uh, as of HHS data, there are about 5,000 people Children hospitalized in a pediatric bed, either with suspected COVID or a confirmed laboratory test. And many of them, we've figured out perhaps the vast majority of them just happen to have the right. vid and aren't hospitalized for it. So you got 5,000 total nationwide. And she says we have over 100,000 in serious condition. And many on ventilators. Jack has had some sort of, uh, just as I'm bringing it home, some sort of household catastrophe. I'm home because of COVID. I, uh, You're home with COVID.
0: I don't have COVID. Of- <laughs> but every babysitter I know either has COVID or thinks they have COVID. And I just spilled my entire delicious cup of hot coffee all over everything. That is going to be fun to clean up. Wow. Wow, That's going to be a good time. And something might catch on fire at any moment, because lots
1: of radio equipment.
0: Got coffee spilled on it.
1: Oh, golly. Hey, Hanson, you. you'll like that. Oh, yeah. boy. Just got it set up and working. Now there's <laughs> coffee in it.
0: Fantastic.
1: So, uh, anyway. Damn it. As we were saying, let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Let me know. So, so Sotomayor's number is at least 20 times higher than reality Even if you assume every single child is in serious condition, and and very, very few of them are. So this, this is really worth exploring, and it got
0: a fair amount of attention, certainly on the right, over the weekend. Ha, 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 look how wrong she is. Remember Bill Maher, the liberal, on his show last year said, Hey, liberals, we need to take a look at why are we so wrong about the dangers of COVID? Why are we so far off base? What what are we doing with our news or information gathering or where we get our news that we're so far off base? That That is something that needs to be explored. If a Supreme Court justice, who you have to assume is way above average intelligence, where is she getting her news information that is that wrong? And if she's that wrong, of course, the average person on the left is got a completely inaccurate view of what COVID is and how dangerous it is, and that's why they're supporting crazy policies, everything from build back better to closing the schools to you have to wear a mask all the time. Your numbers, your conclusion isn't wrong. The numbers you were fed to make your conclusion are wrong.
1: Sonia Sotomayor's numbers are easily 100 times as high as reality.
0: I mean, that's just amazing. That's just amazing. And by the way, I, I would like to know how many people who don't watch Fox even know this happened.
1: Well, I'm heartened that uh, Glenn Kessler at the Washington Post turned his attention oh, yeah. to it.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank, that, that's very, very cool in that he had the guts to give a Supreme Court justice four Pinocchios. Because that's a that's a thing for a newspaper to say, hey, Supreme Court justice, on my side of politics, this was a flat-out, complete I don't think it was a lie. I don't think she was intentionally lying. She's just wrong. It's completely wrong. Well, she
1: is wildly, wildly ignorant on the very topic that she's attempting to rule on, which is a little scary. But and,
0: Well, my, look, point, my point was, how many people who don't watch Fox are aware oh, sure. the story even happened? And can you imagine if one of the conservative justices had been this wrong about the numbers? If they had cut the number of deaths in a quarter say and spout it out by facts. 90% let's be can similar you, here can can you imagine the
1: reaction of the mainstream media to this? it's wildly it's widely known everybody agrees that only 60,000 people have died from covid-19 says you know uh, 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 justice thomas or justice gorsuch the media would have gone ape dung Yeah, let me let me
0: especially if it's one of the Trump appointees. Look at Trump's appointed law, like Kavanaugh. Look at Trump's appointed uh, Supreme Court justice has no idea what's going on with COVID. Oh my God! No wonder we we need to expand and, and pack the court, right? It's important
1: for Supreme Court justices to make rulings based on correct data. There's been a spike in pediatric cases with COVID, even if the Omicron variant appears less deadly. But Sotomayor, during an oral argument, offered a figure how 100,000 children in serious condition, many on ventilators, that is absurdly high. She earns four Pinocchios. I think this is so much more
0: troubling than, than people think it is. It's just It's not just a gotcha. It shows that... The liberal establishment, which currently controls a lot of government, is
1: way off base. Right. Wildly factually. uh, how, How would you describe it? They have a wildly inflated idea of the dangers of it and the current effect of it. So that's that's a really good question. How can that be? What is she looking at? Who is she talking to? What did she hear? Was it a simple mistake? She heard ten thousand and misremembered it. Which is, by the way, that would be merely like ten times as high as it is, not a hundred times. Um, and 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 another kind of egghead. Yeah, but, but but you're, I think you're giving her too much uh, leeway there.
0: She's going into an all-day argument about this specific topic. Yes. in which they do their homework to get prepared for this. So think. it's not just she heard a number somewhere and maybe she misreported. I mean, you're, you're, you sit down for for days, for hours, you have an entire staff digging into the numbers on this very topic
1: before you go into those oral arguments. And this is what she had.
0: I, well, I, I can't even imagine how it happened.
1: Well, in the Washington Post, which uh, went even further than me, trying to be gentle, fair, and generous, called it, among other things, Absurd and and wildly incorrect. So all of her uh, clerks that that you know dig up all this information to get you prepared
0: for these oral arguments. Nobody saw this on the briefing papers and said, "Wait a second, that's not
1: even close to right." I just have a feeling it's something she she read or, or thought was true. I, I doubt it was in the official like prep or anything. She's just a lefty. She's way left. She watches MSNBC all the time, guaranteed. So that probably flips on CNN when she gets bored, when Don Lemon's on, because, oh, that's right, Don Lemon is on CNN. Um, I was going to say, because he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but here's, okay, here's an even more egg-headed question, because I really like yours. What the hell is Sonia Mayor listening to? Wh- who is she talking to that would give her such a bizarre, grossly inflated perception of reality? Here's, here's another question, even more egg-headed. What explains the enthusiasm for being afraid of oh, elevating the danger?
0: I think that's the old Thomas Sowell's conflict divisions difference between conservatives and liberals. It just conservatives just tend to want to be whatever's going on. I'm going to tough it out and be fine, sometimes to our own peril. And liberals want to be somebody needs to take care of me. I'm
1: scared. Well, and it, right. I think, yeah, and I, I would also think, although there are certain aspects of conservatism that through the years have wanted more control of various things at this point, um, I think it's it's fairly reasonable to say I'm about Omicron, Omicron.
0: Oh, you, you shouldn't hit oh. your cough button. We need to hear that Omicron Sorry.
1: sneeze. I sneezed lustily. That could be the shot. Heard round the radio station. That if Jack was in right the there. studio and he had hair, that sneeze would have blown back his hair. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, but I think in general, conservatives these days want more liberty, less regulation, less government, more freedom. And, conser- and, and liberals want more control. And I just think Sonia Sotomayor, who believes in the great progressive tran- uh, tradition, and this goes back to the early days of uh, early 20th century progressivism, um, they believe the government should do what is in, what is whatever is in the best interests of the people, and the Constitution doesn't really constrain government. The government can do what the government sees fit to do. So she has to bring it home enthusiasm for control and and crafting society. The the elite among us must craft our society for us. And anything that would fuel the justification for that, for instance, a a terrible disease where over 100,000 children are in serious condition, many on ventilators, that would be great justification for taking control right there. So she has great enthusiasm for the idea. So we all
0: as human beings have a tendency to look for facts and believe facts that back our vision. And apparently somebody as smart as a Supreme Court justice uh, is
1: no less susceptible to that. Well, we, she, we remember has, anything. she has enthusiasm for like a teenage lover. I mean, she's way over the top enthused about anything
0: that's scary. Okay, even with that stuff, which is quite amazing, and we can talk about more later, That that's not the most astounding thing she said to me. Um, there's another quote that didn't get near as much attention that I find very troubling, and there's other stuff we can talk about. We don't have to be, uh, you know...
1: Yeah, you got you to gotta tell me what that is, though, when we come back, because I want to know.
0: We don't have to be figuring out the problems of the world all day long. I mean, we're living in a world without Bob Saget for the first time. Oh, huh? Boy. America's funny man.
1: Oh, so um, sad. Drugs, you think? No. No? No. I just think you just had 65? one of those. I'm 65. I'm the one in 10,000 guys who just drops dead suddenly. Because the, the authorities said there was no sign of anything untoward, and he was happy. His family was great. It just he was loving. He, he oh, he sent a tweet or the Instagram saying how great everything was going. Yeah. More on that later. I don't know. Um, tell me what Sotomayor said when we come back. Okay, next. I it. Armstrong and Getty. Wilson tugs at his jersey. He says he's ready. Here comes the snap. Ball down. Kick is on the way. It is good. And the Raiders win. The Raiders are going to the playoffs. Just one of several incredibly exciting overtime results yesterday in the National Football League as teams are fighting for their playoff lives, Jack. So I uh, I won't skip to Alex
0: unless you know. Then I will skip to Alex if you don't know. Who's yes. who's, who's, who's the best teams in the NFL? So it's the end of the regular season. Who's the number one seed in the AFC? Who's the number one seed in the NFC? I don't watch.
1: Yeah, Alex could answer with more authority Alex, than I could. Who are the number one,
0: one seeds? The number one seed in the AFC are the Tennessee Titans. Nobody really knows that. I the, didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah, the number two seed would be the Kansas City Chiefs. Number one in the NFC would be the Green, Day, Green Bay Packers. Okay, and where is uh, Tom Brady's team? Number two. NFC. Oh really? They're number two. Okay. Well, I'd been kind of hearing rumblings that they were having a rough year, but they're still the number 2 seed in the NFC. I think Alex
1: would agree uh, in that Tennessee has had a fabulous year, but uh, there are not a lot of clear winners. Like, you know, two years ago, Kansas City Chiefs. Nobody was going to beat Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs. Uh, There's uh, not a team like that this year.
0: No, there isn't. There's seven teams in each conference, and all seven of them have a decent chance, minus Philadelphia. 13 of them have a good chance at winning it all. Cool. Um... Number of things that we need to talk about today. What's going on with Russia and Ukraine? Still a story. Um, they had big talks last night. Maybe we can delve into that a little bit. The U.S. and Russia. You know who is not at the table? Ukraine. That's interesting. <laughs> um, but uh, Putin's not backing down, and it looks like we are going to back down. I don't know what kind of message that sends, but more on that later. So we were discussing. Uh, Some of the discussions on Friday, the Supreme Court has taken up the case of, can Joe Biden tell companies all across America, you have to get your employees vaccinated through OSHA rules, through OSHA rules, Um, which he then, OSHA never wrote up any rules and they didn't pursue it in any way, so it's kind of complicated there too, but. So they're trying to figure that out. And, you know, it could have long-lasting implications for all kinds of different things the government can tell us to do and and not tell us to do in the future. So it's an argument I think a lot of us are pretty interested in. But uh, um, Supreme Court Justice Kagan said something that I thought was every bit as exciting as some of the stuff we were just discussing with Sotomayor a little bit. Kagan, another one of the liberals on the court, said, the government is paying for the medical services, so they have the right to dictate details of those services. Oh, which is the, wait a minute! Which is the very thing that people that have been anti-government t- uh, takeover of healthcare have been s- scared of all along. That's what the the, the the loudest voices saying we don't want government running healthcare have been saying forever. Look, if the government runs healthcare, then they're going to decide who gets who gets what, when, etc. And one of the Supreme Court justices said it out loud on Friday. The government is paying for the medical services, so they have the right to dictate the
1: details of those services. Death panels, Sarah Palin? Death panels, anyone? Well, and and every bit is significant, more significant than death panels is just the great slippery slope of socialism. If we're all paying for it, then we all have a legitimate interest in telling you how to live, Yep. no matter what it is.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and you know, when you were hearing rumblings a while back about how uh, we, we, people who aren't vaccinated should uh, be denied health care until you take care of the people who are vaccinated, that's the sort of thing the government will do when they're in charge. Because, as you just heard from a
1: Supreme Court justice, they, they're paying the bills. They get to make the choices. And how soon till we slap the Twinkies and or cigarettes out of each other's mouths or have mandatory yeah. exercise or oh, right. the summary execution of the obese? I don't know. <laughs> That's that's a little extreme, but you get my point. If you miss an hour of the
0: Armstrong and Getty show, you can grab it on podcast form at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong
1: and Getty.